Blog Talk Radio. Radio show on blogtalkradio.com, starring me, Laura Stinchfield, the pet psychic. Um, so for all of you, I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over, um, which means I can ask or tell your animals anything. And I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. You can log on to www.thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication, as well as all, all other services and tips provided by me, the pet psychic. I'm also a people medium, and I talk to babies, and I have a blog on that website, thepetpsychic.com, um, and lots of videos, so check it out. To call into the radio show, call in at 917 917- Eight eight nine two six nine three. Again, that's nine one seven eight eight nine two six nine three. The chat room is now open, and um, also you can post your animal's picture on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash pet psychic radio. And for all of you who don't know, you can spell psychic p s y c h i c. So my host today. Hi, Kusahara is having technical difficulties. Um, her internet just went down. She said it was really windy where she is, so she might be calling into the show later. She might have her internet back up. But I am just going to go straight to callers. So uh, what I'm going to do is I am going to say the last four digits of your phone number. And then you are live on the air. And what I want you guys to do is just um, tell me what your animal looks like, what species your animal is, what sex your animal is, and uh, one question that you want to talk about. I'm going to try and get to as many callers today, so we're going to try and keep it to one question. So think real hard about what you want that question to be. And uh, feel free to ask your animals your, the question before you come on the air so they are ready to go. And uh, right now, I am picking 1173. So 1173, you are Sorry, live no, I love on the And I've got uh, Buddy is sitting right here next to my computer. And he has been he has been licking his tummy for the longest time, and he has no hair on it. And oh, now yeah. it has gone down to his legs. They are both going to go to both he and and Sonny have got to go to the vet anyway for checkups and all kinds of things, and and all. But why does he lick himself out of hair? Okay, and so this is Liddell, and she's got um, Buddy, and he's like a tabby cat, right? He's a great tabby with um with with a uh, almost an M on the top of his his head. He's got he's got you know black stripes on him and you know them because you've been there. I and know them well. They're my good friends. And yes, um he's a big handsome boy. Okay, so we're gonna ask him why he's licking his belly, and this is actually a common problem. A lot of people have cats that lick their bellies. 
So we're going to find out. And his legs are gone, too. I mean, his legs aren't gone, but the hair on them are. Right. Okay. Let's ask ask him. Okay. Buddy, why are you licking your belly? I've been feeling bloated lately. I've been feeling really bloated. And then sometimes it makes my legs numb. And I don't like the feeling of numb legs. I wonder if he's... And you have him on a grain-free diet, right? So that's not why yeah. he's bloated. Um, have he been eating too much? Because he tries to eat Sonny's food. I think he's trying to be number one cat or something. Oh, and maybe he's a little overweight, and then that's why his legs feel numb? Could be. Let's and ask I him. I try to keep him to that quarter of a cup a day, but, oh, God, it's so impossible. Mm, Okay, let's see. Buddy, do you think you're eating too much? He says he thinks what he needs is that orange stuff to help him. Because sometimes I feel like I'm not pooping enough. Have you ever given him canned pumpkin or canned squash? No. I wonder what's orange. I have no idea. I I because he doesn't get anything orange. It, and and the food that I give him is either fish, uh it's usually fish mixed with tuna. I wonder if you should I mean, um it's, it's with chicken, pardon me. Right. I think that maybe maybe he knows something and maybe the canned pumpkin would be good for him. I well, would try we'll give it a shot. We'll yeah, try. we try giving because a lot of people who have overweight cats and dogs will feed their animals canned pumpkin, um, and it does help their digestion. So maybe he knows that somehow. Well, maybe so. Well, I'll go get some and see if if I can put a little bit in a spoon and maybe stick it see, in his he'll mouth. Eat it or mix maybe mix it a little bit in with his food. Yeah, I wonder. Well, I'm gonna yeah, he, he really doesn't have too much trouble pooping because he's got more poops in that litter box than Carter's got pills. So, but maybe. I wonder why he feels bloated then, like he's still stuffed up. So that's his digestion. Yeah, it is. And I'll try the pumpkin and see if that helps. And he, and he is going to go. Tell him that they are both going to go to the vet very soon. Okay, buddy, did they you have hear? To an appointment, but they have to go and see the vet because it's time for their checkups anyway. And he wants why to is Sonny losing weight? He wants to know if he can go free in the car or if he can, um, he wants to know if he can go free in the car and not go in his carrier. Probably not, right? He needs to go in his carrier? Well, I think he needs to ride in the carrier because... Yeah. I don't it's want him jumping all over me while I'm driving and cause an accident. And he doesn't want to be loose. He, I don't want to have to carry him into the vets because that's not a good thing. They might have a doggy sitting there that might be interested in what he tastes like or just wants to play and it would scare him. Did you He's hear that, off. buddy? Did you hear what your mom said? He's safer in a carrier. Yeah, I heard it's just stuffy in there. Well, he's such a big guy, that's why. Well, he's got a great big carrier, and it does have a lot of air in it. I mean, this is it's not a, like a little cardboard one. It's a pretty well-built one, and it's got air Yeah. On the, on the side, so he's not too bad off in it. 
I just feel really bloated, he sang again. And he was running like crazy uh, night before last, like up and not up and down the stairs, but in, into the bedroom and out of the bedroom and into the like he was really playful. Oh, good. Did he, did that? Was he being playful then and, and feeling good? He acted like it. I feel good. I'm just bloated. Huh. So. I don't well, know why I would ask them. You know what? Little, he might just be too fat. I think so. So and I'm his, just going to have to work harder at feeding him. But he likes And maybe, to- yeah, maybe they can talk to you. I don't know. Maybe we can think about, like, another diet for him. Because maybe his food is too fattening. Because it doesn't sound like you feed him that much. Well, so, but if he'd like to eat any. I try to keep food away from him between meals. But... Sometimes yeah. Well, see if you can add in the canned pumpkin and then let us know if it goes away. Because maybe he knows something. Maybe he's a psychic cat. Well, that could be. He's <laughs> always been sort of a younger soul, I think, than Sonny. Sonny's always my wise one. She's so cute. Okay, Liddell, I'm going to see how many callers I can get to today. So let us okay, know. Okay, well, I really appreciate being on the show, and I love you a whole bunch. I love you, too. Do you want to leave us with one of your songs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sunny, my sunny, my sunny. Oh, sunny, oh, sunny, my boy. Oh, sunny, oh, sunny, my sunny. Oh, sunny, my beautiful boy. Yay. <laughs> I love it. He likes his song better, but Sunny, I think, <laughs> understands it. And uh, could you really ask... Sonny, why he's losing weight? Oh, that, Liddell, one question. I gotta keep if I if I do it for for one, then I gotta do it oh, for yes, everybody. I gotta do it for everybody. Okay, well, I appreciate being on your show. Okay, Thank you Liddell. so much. Okay, be well. Bye bye. You too. So everybody, the reason why I had Liddell sing for us is because a lot of the animals ask me to ask their people to sing. So they say that they love their, they love songs with their names in it. And I also think it's good for you to sing affirmation songs to your pets, like I lick and yawn to calm myself, and uh, I'm the friendly greeter, and uh, I'm not very good at singing, so I um, keep that to my (laughs) off-air activities. But, um, But you guys can all make up songs for your animals. Okay. I do it all the time. Oh, you're on, I. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it was a little sneaky. You were sneaky. <laughs> so good to have you back. Thank you. Sorry, I was having technical difficulties, but I'm back. So what happened? Did they get the, your phone line back up? Are you calling from your cell? What's happening? No, I uh, I got the internet back up, so I'm... Handling the studio, it's all good. I'm here in the in the queue, so should we go to our next call? Let's do it. Are we uh just taking whatever numbers today? I Are was going random. Random, yeah, because we don't have Deanna and Kendra on the switchboard today, so I'm just picking random. Feel who you feel driven to. Hmm. Let's take caller number twenty nine twenty nine. Tell us who your animal is and uh, what do they look like and what's your question? 
And Hi what's your name? Hi. I'm Shelton Laurel, North Carolina. My kitty cat is Allie. She's a female, three and a half years old, tabby. She's striped with gray, black, white with a red belly. I inherited her about two and a half years ago, and she's been hissing since day one. She was neglected, from my understanding. Um, she's here with me right now. I can't believe I called her. She came. I told her we were going to be on the show. I felt it strongly. And um, I don't know. I'm very affectionate. Um, I was hoping to have an affectionate cat. I didn't plan mm-hmm. on having a cat, but I inherited her. Um, yeah. And I couldn't adopt her out. I just felt to keep her, so I did, and she's been with me since. Okay. Two and a half years. Okay, Okay, so one thing I want to ask you, just if you could talk a little bit louder, because you're a little bit far away from me, so maybe the listeners, you might be a little bit far away for them, too. So Does this sound better? Much better, yeah. Okay, I took you off a speakerphone. I wanted her to hear you, too. (laughs) Oh, perfect. Perfect. You know, that's a common that's a common thought, too, that the animals need to hear my voice. In order to get it, they don't need to hear my voice because okay. telepathy works over space, and it's through my mind and my heart or through our minds and hearts, and so they don't actually have to hear my voice in order to get the messages. Common. Okay. Um, so, um, and so remind me, her name again, is it Allie? Yes, Allie. Allie, and so tell me this, when is she hissing exactly? Are you touching her when she hisses, or is it just when you're walking by? No, basically touching. If you pet her one time too many, or if somebody comes up to her, yeah, it's basically when you pet her one time too many, or if I pick her up. Okay, and um, so without even talking to her, I would suggest getting her adjusted by a chiropractor. Because most of the time, hissing when being pet has to do with pain. So can you tell me this? Has she been declawed? No. Good. A lot of declawed cats have that issue from pain. So, um, okay, so let's ask Allie, why are you hissing? And what can we do to make it better? Because mom would really like a cuddly cat. Yeah. Right? But you really love, love having her. So tell me this. What is the best thing that you like about Allie? Gosh, um, that she puts up with me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not stable right now in my living situation, and I take her everywhere. If I'm pet sitting, she comes with me. I just, you know, she's my my daughter, so she's got to. Oh, I love it. Okay, I'm going to tell her. Okay. She says that she thinks that you guys are good for each other. (laughs) Oh, good. And I kind of like going different places. Oh, great. Even though it's scary at first. Yeah, it is, right. I get to learn that my mom will always keep me. Aw. And the reason why I'm hissing is because my back is twitching. Oh, no. Whenever I'm touched, I feel like my back twitches a lot. Okay. And also, I feel like I have lazy back legs. I don't like lazy back leg feeling. That's typical of, like, animals that need to be adjusted because if they're out a little bit, it it um, disrupts the connection that goes all the way down the spine. And so oftentimes they will talk about having, like, a lazy back leg or, or one leg is not moving as fast as the other one or I'm leaving one behind. And sometimes it's so subtle that we don't see it, but they feel it. Right. Because she's pretty quick But you know what there. she says? Go ahead. I love my mom a lot. 
You're going to start making me cry. She says she loves sleeping next to you. So does she do that? Yes, she does. And she she lays on my chest at night. Oh, see, that's good. That's cuddling. Well, she's affectionate when she wants on her terms. If I too much, then she's done. Well, well, okay, so one of the things, so what she says is that her back is is twitching, right? And so for all of you out there and for you, um, what I want you to guys do is to start getting used to paying attention to your animals when you touch them. And you can go from the top of her head, just go real lightly with your hand, touch her the top of her head, and then stroke your hand really slowly down her neck, down her back, and out towards her tail, right? Now, if you see, like what she says, my back is twitching, sometimes you even actually see the back muscles twitching or the skin twitching. If you see that, that is where an animal has pain. Also, if your animal all of a sudden closes their mouth, turns to look at you, or freezes and looks off into another direction, that is also an area where your animal has pain. Now, one of the lucky things about what's going on with you guys is that she's hissing at you. A lot of people have the problem that when you reach a sore spot in their body, their animals are biting and scratching. So what she's saying to you is communicating to you, hey, mom, that's an area that hurts. Okay. So so we want to kind of experiment with it and Sort of experiment with her body. Okay, where is it that it's okay that I pet you? Can I pet you on the side of your neck? Can I pet you on your chest? Can I pet you more on your rump? And what's the pressure I can actually touch you on? Because, like, some can do, like, a really, like, light pressure. Some can do a heavier pressure. And so start experimenting of, like, where can you, where do you not get a hit? Right. And, where can, right. and then that can be a place that you can experiment with and actually get to, to be able to pet. And so then even when she's older and she has pain, she can trust you right. that when you pet her, you're not going to hit that area. Yeah, she likes it on the side of her mouth really hard. So oh, that's good. good, yeah. <laughs> I'm told I'm an animal communicator, so I looked you up. I just was researching. I saw you. That's how I connected with you. So I'm hoping that we communicate, and I was – I, I felt that we are. I just wasn't getting why she was hissing. I wasn't getting she was in pain. So I appreciate you mm. being able to tell me that today. So so now I'm more mindful. Of why. Yeah, and, like, one of the things, sometimes it's hard because, like, in the moment, it's just, like, kind of, like, offensive sometimes. Like, yes. I remember yes, when I was <laughs> learning how to be, yeah, I remember when I was learning how to be an animal trainer and, like, a dog growled at me, you know, and we're supposed to be, like, have this connection with animals and like animals are supposed to be so wonderful around us and like when they hiss and growl at us it almost like hurt my feelings I was like oh my god like what am I doing wrong like oh my god they hate me you know and um but it's really important and Linda Tellington Jones taught me this and she's like the the um in the inventor of the T-Touch which is I recommend that everybody learn it's a massage that you can do on the animals for lack of a better word but um, she was. She taught me not to take the behavior personally, and I think that is so important for everybody out there. You don't take the behavior personally, and then you kind of watch it and see if. And then you can. And then if you can't figure it out by watching it, tell the animals, "Hey, I need you to tell me why are you hissing at me when I touch you." Right. right. And 
you might get it back right then. You might get like a flash of a picture in your head or you might get like the sensation in your own body, like all of a sudden your back might hurt or um, you might actually hear words in your head. They might actually be your words, not in a different voice. Or you might just have this sense of knowing or it may not even come then at all. You might get nothing right then. But later on, when you're sleeping or when you're waking up or when you're just about to fall asleep or you're in the shower, you're making a cup of tea, all of a sudden it comes. Oh, right. maybe she's in pain. And that's because they are telling you and that's when your mind has been able to process it. So you'll get it. You might not get it right at that exact moment, but you right. will get it. And sometimes the animals need to think. It's been a reaction for so long. You touch them, they attack or they hiss. And then, huh, why am I doing that? Hmm. You know, if you ask them, they might not tell you right away because they might not think about it. They might not know right away. They might have to think about it themselves. So I'm hoping I'm able to communicate with her, and I'm going to practice a lot more, and hopefully I'll be able to to do what you do. I appreciate it. You're already doing it. You're already doing it. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, so let's see what she says about you communicating with her. (laughs) Yeah, my mom is really good at it. Oh, goodness. Well, that's great, great news. Yes, yeah, she says she's always telling me where we're going. Yeah, I, I am. I am. And what we're going to do. Here she is. She just popped up on the porch. <laughs> and she <laughs> says, and I don't feel like there's any surprises. Oh, it's true. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks for welcome. all you do. Yeah, thanks Thank for calling. Thank you so much. Thanks. You know what? I think it's always kind of a blessing, and I'm thankful when, in a way, when our animals hiss at us or growl at us or whatever because, you know, it's like a really good sign and a good way of them really getting our attention to tell us something really important. It's so true. It's a form of communication. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Rosa how does they it would... to me all the time. Who does it to Rosa does? Rosa. <laughs> I know. I remember my... um. My cat, Joey, he used to, like, he used to bite when I would hit a pain spot, and I used to teach him that hissing was the best. And so I was really thankful when you hiss and not bite. So it's so true. Yeah. Yeah. She's so cute. How come she hisses at you? I think um, she probably does have some sort of pain. I mean, she went to the chiropractor, but I don't know. I think she has some, there's something going on, but I mean, she's old, you know? Yeah. And she's been eating a lot. I don't know. I don't know what her deal is. We'll talk to her later. Okay. Um, So right now we're going to be talking to Betsy Bueno, who specializes in rescuing horses from criminal cases through animal control, including uh, starvation cases. And um, Betsy is calling from... The Lost Hearts and Souls Horse Rescue. Hi, Betsy. Hello. So tell us, um, how how did you get involved in this horse rescue? Uh, well, I think a lot of it has to do with being a retired police officer. Um, even in my career, a lot of the horse cases or animal cases were thrown my way. The officers used to call me in, and it's just... Um, I think my mom was a communicator, and I feel like I am a communicator with horses um, and other animals, too, and it's a passion. So when I retired from the police department, um, I wanted to do something for the community and the animals, and this is how I started uh, the horse rescue. Wow. 
That's amazing. So tell us a little bit about some of the cases that, that come across your way. Well, let's see. The um, the most recent case I've had, which is from uh, up in Mendocino County, the horse was basically a starvation case. And the saddest part about her was she was not only once but twice a starvation case. They, they had a case a couple years ago with um, 37 horses coming in, and she was one of them. She was uh, auctioned off at a um, the fairgrounds, and this woman uh, actually ended up with this horse. And poor Nana was uh, done all over again. They uh, they did the same thing to her um, that the first person did: starved her, neglected, um, just just horribly taken care of. Then we have. Uh, I had another case where a 28-year-old uh, uh, Olympic champion horse, uh, show horse, was basically the owner went sideways, and um, we're not sure what happened, and she threw the horse in the back pasture and forgot about her, and when I got her, she was basically walking a skeleton. Oh, my and God, was so she in the Olympics? She was in the Olympics. She was an Olympic rider, this woman, and um, nobody believed me when, when it happened, but then uh, when the truth came out and the uh, criminal conviction was sought, we, they unfortunately plea bargained it down. I feel they should have gotten more, but it is what it is. And um, But, you know, at least I didn't have to get the horse back, and she lived her days out uh, with me. Oh, with you? Oh. Yes. I have I have all these all these criminal cases come to my home um, because I'm a retired police officer. I assist in the investigation with the reports. I work hand in hand with the animal control. Um, I work hand in hand with the district attorney's office, and I go to court and I testify. And then some of these horses are rehabilitated, and uh, new owners are found, and some of them um, stay at the sanctuary. Um, and is this your sanctuary? It is. This is my my private home. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I only have four acres right now. Um, but my goal is to someday um, be able to downsize in my home and get like thirty acres. I'd like to open up a a pure sanctuary for uh, neglected and older horses. That's going to be my ending. Oh, that's amazing. And um, where can people contact you if they've got a horse that needs rescuing or, you know, they have a question about um, these sort of cases? Um, You can contact your local uh, animal control department. I do Northern California, Mm -hmm. or we do have a website, um, which is www.lostheartsandsouls.org. it has all our information and all our contact, and, in fact, it has our flyer up for our fundraiser this Sunday. <laughs> oh, tell us about your fundraiser. What is it? We, we um, every, every two years we do a fundraiser, and this is the money that goes toward the horses, um, mainly vet bills, but some food bills. We're doing a beautiful fundraiser in uh, Petaluma this year at a beautiful ranch called the White Barn Project. And um, it's out off D Street. It's going to be Flavors of Sonoma County. We're going to have all these booths where you walk around um, eating, like, kebabs and cold pork sandwiches and fruit and 
so on. Uh, we have beer and wine, silent auction raffle. We have uh, lots of stuff for the kids, bouncy, jumpy. Um, we have face painting. We're going to have a shoeing demonstration. We have a belly dancer. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. You can buy tickets at the door. Awesome. So for all of you that might be in the area, you can go to lostheartsandsouls.org. That's lostheartsandsouls.org. And today we're going to be talking to Nana, the 14-year-old uh, quarter horse. Yes. Yes. So let's tell us a little bit about Nana again. I know you started speaking about her. Yeah. So like I said, Nana is my most recent case, and she is still with me, and I actually um, – Sorry, very emotional to talk about her. <laughs> um, um, I I promised her she would stay with me, oh. and um, I can't even imagine happening a third time to this horse. Oh. And I just want to know how she feels, and how she feels about staying, and how she feels just physically. Oh, okay. Let's get Nana. She is so beautiful. She has the sweetest eyes. She does. She said she has to tell my new mom something. I'm sorry, sometimes I'm not that huggy. Oh, my God, is that true? I'll be more huggy with you. I wonder if she was listening, too, to the cat that was a little bit earlier. You know, the mom yeah, and the yeah. cat? Because I think yeah. it's interesting that that's the first thing that she said, you know? I wonder if she was listening. Yeah. She said she listens to it all. <laughs> when my mom comes around the barn, she tells all of us we're loved. Yes. And she says we're all going to be safe now. Yeah. And I kind of think of her like a superhero. <laughs> you know a superhero that can that can talk to the animals? And that can fight the bad guys for us. <laughs> I feel like that when my mom is. That's so cute. <laughs> you know what I want to say? Where? She says, sometimes when I'm sleeping, I feel safer than I ever did. Aww. She's got all her buddies around her now. Oh, she does, and she says the sound of the hay coming makes her feel really good. You must be on a routine, huh? Does she get fed at the same time each day? Yes, she does. Because I think that routine makes her feel safe, Aww. too, which makes sense if she was starved. Yeah. When I was starved, I didn't think I'd live. Aww. I felt so sick. I felt like my hooves couldn't hold me. I had this nice man once. He used to ride me and rope off of me. Wow. But something happened to him and he disappeared. I don't know what happened. I used to be able to walk in the woods. I like walking in the woods. That's funny. I'm She's really safe. If you ever want to ride me, I'm really safe. 
That's so cute. Do you feel good enough to be ridden? How does your body feel? Do you feel like strong enough? Not yet, but I'm getting there. You can <laughs> how does she feel? How does she feel about her eyes? She has very um very sad eyes, almost kind of droopy eyes, and I'm not sure if, if it's an allergic reaction or if she can't see out of them well. Um, can you see out of your eyes? How do your eyes feel? I have a headache. My headache is really bad. Uh, she's talking about how she doesn't see like her whole peripheral vision that she's supposed to see, she doesn't see. But okay. I'm actually wondering with her if she needs an adjustment. Yeah. Because um I don't know. Do, do they do you feel like you have an allergy? No, I don't. Because it's more like, I don't know, there's a different feel of, like, cataract eyes than there are, or, like, eye problem eyes to, like, migraine need, like, an adjustment eyes. Like, the yeah. the sometimes the cataract eyes, they feel more strained, but the, the migraine, like, can't really see is more centered in the middle of the forehead. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, that would make sense, too, because she, I mean, if you look at her, she almost looks like she's always worried. Yeah. It's good that you can notice that. Like, a lot of people can't see that. Like, I have to point that out to people all the time. Like, do you notice they look worried, the crinkle over the eyes? Yeah. Um, let me ask her if she's always worried. Are you always worried, Nana? No, not really anymore. Aww. She says that well, you're so don't be worried. She says you're so truthful. Aww. Make sure so she honest. knows. Make sure she knows she's home forever. I will never send her away. I know it, she says. Aww. Like, the other thing is that she's showing me about you, and it's more like quick sort of images but there's a consciousness about you that she didn't have with her other people. I mean, she might have had it with that guy that roped off of her, but yeah. she um there's the consciousness, there's like she knows that you're able to look at her and be able to see like what's going on kind of like see her pain or see like what she needs or like you're being watchful. And yeah, um, I try. It's a different feeling than what she's had before. Even like the other woman who I who starved her, I feel like that woman was around her a lot, but she wasn't looking at her. Like yeah, she was like, right there in her backyard. Yeah, that woman seemed sick to me. Like she doesn't like she seemed like she loved her, but she couldn't see that she wasn't doing right by her. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, it's sad. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm so, she's, she's not going anywhere. I think it's so great that you are talking to them because 
It can. You know what I say to the animals that have been, like, are rescued and abused and have pretty much only known that? They haven't known anything yeah. good? I say to them that their future is going to be better than they can possibly imagine. Yeah. And because they don't know. They don't know how good it can be. And so, and then I also tell them that it's important for them to create their own future. What do they want? Like, like, do they want green grass? Do they want somebody who rides them? Do they want somebody just to brush them? Like, what do they want? And then they, if they think about that enough and imagine that enough, they will get it. Because yep. animal lovers will always pick that up. You know, whether they they know they're doing it or not, they're always going to pick it up. On, they may pick it up unconsciously. Yeah. Well, exactly. she said she wants her I, tail. you got to gotta talk. She says she likes a clean tail. Okay. <laughs> we can do that. She just had to throw that in there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, Betsy, um, you are truly a superhero, as Nana says. And uh, thank you so much for being on our show. And, again, your website is loftheartsandsouls.org. It's a beautiful website. I'm seeing it right here. with the, I love your logo. Thank you. It's so cute. It's like two horses and a heart. It's really great. Um, so, yeah, Lost Hearts and Souls, thank you so much for being on our show. And best thank of you luck very much at the uh, fundraiser. Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> Take care. That was, again, Betsy Bueno from LostHeartsAndSouls.org. Go on their website. You can also um, make a donation right there on the front page if uh, you want to do that. Lost Hearts and Souls is a Sonoma County-based nonprofit for uh, horse rescue. She is so amazing. I I know. I I love that. All of us people and animals out there, let's imagine her having her 30 acres. Yes. Let's do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> do it. <laughs> well, I wanted to also tell you um, a little bit about Pet Flow. I know we talked about this last week, but um, Pet Flow is awesome website where you can get a lot of amazing pet products. You can get food, treats, toys, litter, and lots of accessories. And since I'm going to be having a new family member join me next week all goes well fingers crossed i'm pretty sure everything is going really well um i'll be going to petflow.com and you can get free shipping on orders above 39 dollars site-wide no exclusions go to petflow.com slash pet psychic that's petflow.com slash pet psychic so all you listeners if you have an animal, go on petflow.com, pet psychic, and you can get free shipping and great discounts because they have awesome um, daily deals on hundreds and hundreds of products, up to 80% off. And um, they also have these things called daily door busters. And of course, Petflow has um, our favorites, Stella and Chewy and Primal, Natural Balance, All Natural Treats, and the World's Best Cat Litter, all things that I use. What about you, Laura? It's all things I use, too. So great. <laughs> so go to PetFlow.com slash PetPsychic. And thanks to PetFlow for being on our sh- Our next caller we're going to take is number 0184. That's 0184. And uh, tell us 
who is your animal? What is your name? What does your animal look like? Are they dead or alive? And, uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about it. 0184, go ahead. Okay. Um, I have I have three cats, and they're all male, and uh, they've, they've actually been on before. It's Nutter Butter and Night. But oh. they have their the new addition Cayenne, um, who who is a he's a three month old tux tux tabby that you can really only see the tabby in the sun. But the thing with that is he's been here almost two weeks. But two days ago, Knight has he's an all black cat and Nutter Butter is a mocha tabby. But Knight has started hissing at Nutter. And they've actually gotten into it to the point where they're they're yelling some not nice things at each other, if not straight out slapping each other in the face. And it's it's not good. We need to find out why Knight is suddenly doing this. Like, is is something going on? Why why is this all of a sudden that he's being so aggressive towards Nutter? But do you think so? You think it has to do with Cayenne? I don't know, because he's actually not mean to Cayenne. But Cayenne, I'm pretty sure, thinks that Knight is either one of his parents or somebody from the same litter, because he he constantly goes up to Knight and he wants to play. So he'll he'll either go after his tail because it's moving, or he'll stand up and like try to body tackle him because Knight's so much bigger than him. And uh, he, Cayenne idolizes Nutter. I mean, like, literally, it's it's like it, we we kind of joke that we've never seen a cat that adopted another cat before in our own house, but it literally is like Cayenne wanted to just be Nutter's cat. He follows him everywhere. He wants to snuggle with him. He wants to play with him, and he does the same thing again. He like he bounces on him, but Nutter's a little more rough and tumble, so he has no problems literally sitting on him and then um, griping him out if he's gone too far. It, we're trying to get it on on video because it really is hilarious. But <laughs> so, but night so night is attacking Nutter, and that's the main issue. And yeah, but. But Knight is fine with Cayenne, and Cayenne and Nutter are fine together. So yeah, it's so what's everybody. The they've been really great with the kitten, but okay. they're suddenly so, going at it. And so, will they? Do you have to keep them separate, or do they have times when they're fine? Uh, they do have times that they're fine, but I mean, um, it's the weird thing is that there are some times where nothing's going on, everything's fine. Nutter walks towards Knight, and then Knight starts hissing. And he doesn't tense. He just starts hissing. And we're like, okay. okay. And night. I'll give him breaks. Okay, let's see what's happening. Knight, what is going on with you? What's happening? Why are you getting so mad at your bro? Yeah, you know, I'm mad at him a lot. He told me I'm stinky. He says I have a stinky butt. And I'm tired of it. And I don't have a stinky butt. And the other thing that he says is that I'm a fool. What do you mean you're a fool? Why would he say that? Because he says I don't have good communication. 
Well, you might not be having good communication either if he's telling you you have a stinky butt. Nutter, honey, are you doing that? What are you doing tonight? I didn't say he had a stinky butt. I said he needed to wash his butt. Oh, no. I said you need to groom yourself more. Oh. And ever since then, he's been so mad at me. Does Knight have a dirty butt, you know? It's not so much dirty. He is the one that that we kind of jokingly refer to as our chemical warfare cat, but since since he started covering up in the litter bin, it hasn't been as bad, but um he he can he can get potent. And then apparently one of the one of the cats or the kitten, probably the kitten, actually went to the bathroom under Summer's bed. And we only just found that yesterday, I think. Oh. So, Nutter, it would be best if, like, maybe you didn't say those things to your brother because they're actually bothering him. So maybe you could just keep those things to yourself because it's probably something Knight already knows. So maybe instead you could lick and yawn and blink your eyes and say, like, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. And Knight, it's not okay to attack your brother. Okay, you don't ever want to hurt anyone else's body because you could really hurt him doing what you're doing. So it's best to kind of just tell him with your mind and you could hiss at him and just walk away then. Just walk away. Yeah, I'm over-attacking him. And now I'm just like, you stay away from me, no friend. You know what, though? You could still be friends. Like, sometimes friends have arguments, but then they get over it, and then they're good friends again. You guys could be good friends again. Remember, lick and yawn and blink your eyes, and you guys have been so good for your little brother. I'm so proud of you guys. Okay, so now you need to be as tolerant with each other. You be as tolerant with each other. Knight says, I'll try because everybody wants me to. We do, because we want everybody happy. He wants to know if he needs to clean his butt. Maybe Uh, you should take a wet wipe and wipe him. I can tell his mom to start doing that more often, but um, it oh, you seem to be fine, baby. Oh, see? The humans think you're fine. But I can tell your mom, and we can get that taken care of. We can just add it to your grooming. <laughs> I mean, I doubt he'll like it, but I thought maybe it would be something that would make him feel like it got clean. And, oh, he'll... He'll hate it because we we've done it to him before back when he wasn't well. So oh, okay. Yeah, and the girls were really afraid that it was just that we're we're still trying really hard to get Cayenne to stop attacking their tails above everything else because he's teething and so teething kitten not yeah. not good. Yeah. Well, the cats will teach him that. That's not yeah. a butter and nice job to teach him that. Yeah, we definitely we, need um, we definitely need an update on this. So you'll yeah. have to tell us what's going on. Don't worry, we we will let you know. And thank you okay. guys very very much. This will help a lot. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Thanks for calling back. Um, I love Nutter Butter. I, I, I remember know. him. 
Yeah, he's great. Yeah, you'll have to call us back or post it on our Facebook. Things change or how they develop after this. I know. Do Very you curious. notice? Do you notice that so often it's like this disagreement where like the one animal says something that's an observation, and then the other one thinks that they're being so negative and putting them down. And I think that happens in the human world too. It's like. Some people just make like observations and they don't mean to be mean. <laughs> they can, like, oh, yeah, mean. that happens all the time. And it starts a fight. And the totally. other one. Like, and what? <laughs> <laughs> this happens, happens all the dream. time. <laughs> you know, I watched this thing on Netflix last night. It was um, like Animal Odd Couples. I think it was a nat- National Geographic oh. maybe show, oh. and it was really great. And it talked about, you know, how scientists are studying the different types of friendship and, you know, amongst the animal community. They do have some animals dislike other animals, just like we humans dislike other people sometimes, you know. We have a fight and um, and then we make up or whatever. We have all those things. And so that was a really interesting show. I recommend it for anyone. I love that. Really I want to be on that show and talk to all the animal odd couples. Oh, yeah, they're amazing. Uh, let's go to our call because we don't have that much time, so let's take this call. Uh, caller number, I think it's 1111, so it's probably a private caller from long distance or something like that. So or tell us. Oh, yeah, hi there. Uh, tell us about your animal and your who. what's your name. Hello, do you have, can you hear me? Yep, we can hear you. Okay, I'm calling from New Zealand. Hello. Wow, Hi. Welcome on our show. And, um, yeah, I'm excited. I've been calling a couple of weeks, so I'm really glad to get on. I love what you do. Love your show. Love your guests that you have. Um, but I wanted to ask about my cat. Her, she's a female. Her name's Onyx. I sent a picture via email. I can't post I on Facebook. I see it. She's So you your email if you wanted to post it. But she's darling. She's a tortoise shell. And um, she's, I think, about two years old, but I'm not quite sure. And I think what I want to ask is, I just want to ask her what she has to say, uh, if she, you know, to me, and what she'd like to tell me. She whines a little bit sometimes when I pick her up. Um, mm. I try to get her to only um, hunt mice and not the birds and lizards, because the birds and lizards are protected where I am, and we really can't yeah. have her killing them. But mice are okay, because some of them are in the house, and I try to communicate that to her. Okay. Um, so I just wanted to know if these messages are getting through and why she whines and when we pick her up sometimes. Um, sometimes she doesn't, but sometimes it's really, like, loud, like, okay, <laughs> why she doesn't like to go under the covers. She doesn't like to cuddle that much. So Okay, again, we probably won't be able to get to all those. We won't be able to get to all those questions, but let's just see what Anna has to say. Well, let, I know she's heard them, so let's see if yeah. she, which yeah, she wants. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So Onyx, and she's just absolutely gorgeous. She's very unique-looking, torty, actually. She almost looks like she was mixed with a tuxedo because she's got the white breast and the white paws. Isn't so she pretty? I, her beautiful. beautiful green eyes. Beautiful. Okay, so Onyx, it's your turn, honey. Did you hear your mom's questions? What do you want to say to mom? I heard her about only the mice. But they're not as easy to catch. They're not as easy as like a lizard or a bird. Those are seem like really hard. 
mice are much more challenging. And sometimes they'll bite me. So I don't always want to bite them. Oh, Onyx, okay, I don't want to spend too much time on your hunting, but just know that your that the others are protected. And so really the mice are the only ones that you're allowed to hunt. Tell her to definitely not kill. Sometimes she'll just hunt the bird and lizard, and she's been pretty good. I think she's actually heard me, and she stopped killing them, but she'll bring them in. But as long as she gets the message, I guess, that's the best I yeah, can yeah, do. Yeah, no, we don't want you to bring them in, Onyx. I'm not cool with that, okay, because that's, that's being mean. No, and, and not not to really just, if she could leave the birds and lizards alone, just chase them, yeah, but not fight them. The birds and lizards alone. It's mean to hurt them, honey. They've got spirits, too. Okay, so please leave them alone. Might have spirits, too, really, but. So, um, Onyx, so tell me, like, how what's happening when you get picked up? Huh? When your stomach, when you get picked up with your stomach. Is it your stomach that hurts? Why are you meowing? Yeah, it's like the wind gets knocked out of me. It's like all of a sudden I can't breathe. And then I feel dizzy. Do you feel dizzy because the wind is being knocked out of you or if you're dizzy because you're there turn who's ever picking you up is turning at the same time or picking I you pick up? Her up really gently. Very gently. It hurts my stomach. Okay. Please don't do it in my stomach. It sometimes what happens is the palm of the hand goes like right under the chest cavity. And so sometimes that would okay. give you the feeling of getting the wind knocked out of you, even though the wind is not actually getting knocked out of her, but it feels that way to her when you lift her. But she's okay with affection? Is she all right with being affectionate sometimes? Yeah, I like affection sometimes. I like petting on my head. I like talking to me. But I'm very active. But if and I don't feel like sitting for too long, don't get offended. <laughs> Is she happy? She was a adoptee. I am really happy. I got a cool mom. She often sits with me and tells me how wonderful I am. I've never <laughs> had that before. And I like to go on walks with her. We oh, do yeah, some walking. She yeah. goes she wants does she love the sheep? She does weird things with the sheep. She meows at them and goes with me to shepherd them or something. I can't understand. What do you think of those sheep? They're so furry. <laughs> and they also have cute eyes. Oh. And I like the way their ears are. And how they move together. They're very huh. That's so cute. She's watching their movement and just their eyes. It's interesting yeah. because she gives me the sense that their eyes move separate than their body. Like their body might be moving forward, but their eyes are looking to the side. It's really interesting sort of like visual she's giving me about their eyes versus their body. She, when so I much. feed them like a little bit of, Feed. She meows and meows and meows and just again and again. And we thought she thought we were giving them her food. I couldn't 
can tell. It doesn't look like she's in distress, but it's like she really wants to say something. No, I'm just saying eat up. <laughs> eat up with your food. <laughs> she is I'd a like to, I know that you don't have too much time. I'd like to call another day and ask you about my sheep someday because I, oh, yeah. I have a lot call of um, emotional ups and downs. I'm a new person with sheep, and I, I right now they, all the mothers are having twins. I didn't expect it. I'm I'm going to have to kill some sheep. I don't know. Like, some oh things God, are very hard for me to deal with. Radio. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell us that. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh there is a fact of life with it, though, to a degree. I'll so I'd like to call another time and talk about that. I'll bet you can find somebody to take them from you. I mean, I have friends here. If you were in the States, that would take them from you. Do you have, like, a New Zealand It's not quite like that in New Zealand. It, in New Zealand, it's different. <laughs> well, maybe some of the people that have moved from the States would take them. <laughs> There's more sheep in New Zealand than people... Oh. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you so much for calling in from far away. And, um, yeah, give us a call back, and we'll further discuss this and try and figure out where to, what to do with these sheep. I know. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much. I love your show. I... Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Oh. Yeah, don't kill the sheep. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Don't kill the sheep yet <laughs> or ever. But I'm saying, like, we'll figure it out. Or on a There's got to be someone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> I know it's different. I, you know, you got to re- understand and respect other cultures, but you know, we have to do our best know, to save our the animals. I think, like, I think I would. Ra- I don't know. Like, I mean, this is kind of like not the best sort of conversation, but. I wonder about the mice. I'd rather have it a clean kill from a cat if they didn't play with them. If they did a clean kill rather than like that sticky trap or something, you know? Oh yeah, those things are scary. Terrible! It's so sad. I saw. You know, at least with the cat, it's like you know, it's life, it's evolution, you know, that sort of thing with survival, all that sort of natural stuff. Yes. And not a sticky trap. Anyways, uh, we have one second. Okay, words of wisdom. Come on, Storm King. Go. Stormy's fast asleep. I want to do your new dog. Well, hopefully he's my dog. Try not to get too attached. Okay, we won't say his name then. But but okay, don't say his name. My new dog. Words of wisdom. Eyes new dog. You're talking to me. He says. Yeah, I'm talking to you. What's the smartest thing that you know that you can tell people? If you're going to act crazy, do it in your head. Don't actually say it. What does that mean? Maybe we could translate to maybe think before you say or do. I think so. That's a good one. Good one. Let's translate that. Okay. Tune in to the Pet Psychic Radio Show next week to talk to the animals. Until then, go to thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication as well as private consultations with Laura. And you can also go to Facebook.
slash Pet Psychic Radio and like our page and post your pictures. If you're not following us yet on Twitter, please do so at the Pet Psychic. We'll see you all next week. And so what do you say, Laura? Talk to the animals. Talk to the animals. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.